Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Welcome to the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. We are your hosts. I am Will. And I'm Bob and B-B-Baby. <laughs> we are here and we are going to be talking about a film that I think goes perfect with the Christmas season. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's doing Christmas movies. Everybody's talking about Christmas movies and the history of Christmas movies, just like they always do, which... Uh, the last couple of years we have done, you know, we're, we're no, we're no stranger to that, but, uh, this year we decided to go secular and, uh, <laughs> you can't get no more secular than, than, uh, than a, than one of the most gonzo horror movies I have ever seen in my life <laughs> since Dust Till Dawn. What a divided community of horror fans when it comes to this movie. It's so weird. Like I, I, I don't understand how how people can watch it. And like this is stupid, and I'm like, what fucking kind of <laughs> horror movies do you watch? Well, it's it's funny because nowadays horror movies are are they're like the new avant garde, man. Like if you want to know how good cinema has gotten, you got to go to the horror movie genre because there is so much originality and so much awesome stuff coming out. That you and know, see, this is this is where people start using that term elevated horror, and which yeah. just means I want you to go swallow everything under the sink at your house. <laughs> don't say that. Elevated horror is horror. Like I don't I hate hearing that shit. Like it annoys me. That that's that's a term used by people who don't like to admit that a horror movie is good. Yeah, like 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 the movies need to be enjoyed like a glass of wine, you know. I agree. Like sometimes, nah, dude. Sometimes you want an edible, or sometimes you want a beer. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and this like, is very much the Coors Light of horror movies. Like, great yes. in its own right, but <laughs> I was I was gonna say this is a beer. Like yeah. this is a, this this horror movie is a beer. This is just yeah. a fucking cold beer. Not your favorite beer. Not the best beer in the world. But you know what? It's cold and it's doing the trick. Well, like I'll it's tell a you good what, horror movie. It's fun. I will do one better. I will do one better, and I will say that this is. A ice cold beer straight from the tap in a tall glass. There you go. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like bubbling and and like the, the the cup is chilled and it's like it's a cold night outside and you're sitting in front of the fire and you're smoking a cigarette and you're just chilling and you have like that ice cold like almost on the verge of being frozen beer. It's not That's your favorite. Beer. It's not your favorite beer, but it's it's one in a nice cold mug. I get yeah. that. It's a and- beer that that your best friend bought for you. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and like, that's kind of what I dug about it. I was like, bro, this was such a delightful surprise. Like, yeah, there was this this really fun and like, there's really no way to discuss this movie without spoiling the fuck out of it. 
But yeah, there's, there, there's yeah. been this really fun thing with the horror community where everybody's like, I can't tell you about this. You have to see it. Yeah. And like, this is honestly, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, I cannot recommend it enough. Like, turn this off, go watch it, and then come back and listen to this. And like, and that's, don't, and, don't let us ruin this movie for you. Like, go watch it. And that's why that's why I, I, I compare it to movies like Dust Till Dawn because it really is two different movies. Right. And, and if you try to describe it, you can't it's describe almost, it without spoiling it. It's almost three different movies. Because because when you when you uh, describe it like with without any spoilers, just to tell you the basic premise is this woman shows up to a bed and breakfast and somebody else is already there. And it just gets weirder from there. And that's really all you can say. Without yeah, without spoiling spoiler, it. Yeah. You know? So real quick, real quick, let's 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 talk about it uh, with, without any spoilers. We'll get into spoilers uh, a little bit later. But right now, uh, this film was directed by um, I, I guess you could say that like you you could you wouldn't be able to see this coming from a mile away. Zach Kreger. Yeah, no shit. Right from from uh, this group comedy troupe called the Whitest Kids You Know. Which is and, a, a it's a Canadian, um, oh what do you call it? a sketch comedy show? Yeah, and and like what is it with these amazing comedians or comedic actors who made their who made their 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 who got their fame from doing comedic stuff mm-hmm. coming out with some of the best horror movies in the last ten years? Like, right, the, like, Zach Gregor putting this movie out there was one of those things where, like, I didn't see it coming, uh-huh. but I should have. <laughs> like, I feel like I should have. If you've, if you've seen this guy's sketch comedy, you knew there was something, like, weird about him and Trevor Moore. May he yeah. rest in peace, because that guy was peace, amazing. Dude. Trevor Moore was hilarious. It broke and my heart like, when, that, when, yeah, when I yeah, heard about it. It really did. It, it was one of those things where I was like, wow, dude, like, local sex pot Trevor Moore? Like, that sucks. <laughs> like, he was such a fucking talent. He really, yeah, really uh, was. And, like, to to sit there and, like, yeah, if you've seen any of their sketch comedy, if you've seen The Whitest Kids You Know, that's one of those things where it's like, I should have seen that coming. It would have been like if Pete yeah. Davidson wrote a horror movie. Like, Which yeah, I, 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 I want to say that he probably can. Oh, I'm sure he could. I'm sure I, I think I'm one of the few people in the world that actually likes Pete Davidson. I think he's a very talented dude. I think people that hate on Pete Davidson are just really mad jealous of him. I know I am. But, like, <laughs> no, I'm not jealous of him because like I, I, I've seen him in interviews and I've seen him like, you know, uh, talking to people and he seems like a genuine person. I mean, yeah, yeah he may be an asshole. He may be a, a jerk or whatever, but he's not pretending to be anything else. Exactly. You know? Like I, I love, that, and I, I love how the fuck he trolls. About that. I love how he trolls uh, 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 Kanye West when he says, "Like apparently I have AIDS." You know, no, who would have thought? Dude, he's, so <laughs> fucking, he's so fucking funny making fun of Kanye West, dude. Like that <laughs> shit kills me. Yeah. Like I, I maintain. No, I, I would tell. I tell Patty all the time. I tell my wife. I was like, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure she's fucking with him because it's making Kanye West put his head through the wall. <laughs> like I'm ninety percent sure yeah. that's why she's fucking Pete Davidson just because it makes Kanye put his head through the wall. Yeah, that's and, that's, that's funny. But there's some dudes that like it's it's like I I feel like I should have seen it coming that he would have written something so fucking weird, like because this is. A really weird movie, and like yeah. like you were saying, it it it's it's practically two different movies. Mm. Like, and I I kind of feel like it's three, but like 
Cause like your big your ending is very much fucking um it's it's such a James Cameron like surprise climax. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I fucking I love James Cameron's surprise climaxes. I just adore them so fucking much. And like it felt like its own like like third act. The third act feels very much like a fugitive story. Yeah. Like the thing is chasing them. And like you get her story, you get uh Justin Long story who they they totally like and I hate making the comparison cuz I know that it's the douchey thing to do mm-hmm. but they did totally he like Zach Gregor totally fucking Alfred Hitchcock. He mm-hmm. he fucking got rid of a main character in the middle of the story and introduced a totally different one. Okay, like, so following so him. So yeah, so like let's let's just get into it. Uh, spoilers from now on because, like I said, we cannot get into this movie without it's too hard going into spoilers. But go like go check it out. Uh, you won't you won't regret it. And uh, if we're looking for something different, uh, check it out. But three, two, one, spoilers! Holy shit! It turned into a creature feature halfway through. So quickly, <laughs> like so out of monster nowhere. movie. I was like, what the fuck is that thing? Like, <laughs> it really comes out of the left field. So like, just when poor Bill Skarsgård, like. So what happens is, is and, and I had t- talked to you about this earlier, is that uh, like my wife and I, we, we, we like watching all different kinds of movies whenever we get a chance. Unfortunately, like the kinds of movies that we can watch are very limited because, you know, we have the girls and stuff. Yeah. But we watched this movie a couple of, like last month where uh, Katie Holmes rents a uh, bed and breakfast or Airbnb and uh, somebody else is there already. Right. So like there's a mix up and uh, you know, they, they, she stays there along with him and everything and they fall in love. Of course, you know, it's, it's one of those romantic movies, which is exactly the same setup as this movie. Yeah, it is. And like, they really make you think like, okay, it's going to be them two in the movie. And they have real (laughs) chemistry. dude. They have like real good chemistry. Skarsgård is such a great actor, dude. Yeah. That's why I was like, Skarsgård is so good in that role. And it's one, it's one of those things too, where like you, you tell yourself, like man, see, because if I was if I was in the B and B, I probably would have done the same thing. I was like, well, fuck it, yeah. I'll take the living room. Like I get it. Like it's a fuck up. Tomorrow we'll call, uh-huh. and we'll get our money back. We'll get a free place to crash for the night, and we'll get our money back tomorrow. Yeah. Like fuck it's, it. Like, it's Bill Skarsgård and uh, Georgina Campbell. Right. She's so good, dude. She's amazing in this movie. Okay, so whenever whenever there there's a uh like scenes in a movie where a girl uh somebody's supposed to act annoyed. It's very easy to overdo it or to like, yeah, you know, absolutely get annoyed by it, you know, and I, I've seen it so many times and, and, and it kind of happened a little bit in that Katie Holmes movie, but Katie mm-hmm. Holmes is such a good actress that she kind of pulled it off. Yeah, this, yeah like you feel so bad for her for what she's going yeah. through in this movie. Right. Yeah, really, though. It's and frustrating. Like, <laughs> it's very frustrating. And the, the scenes with her and Bill it's 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 straight out of a Hallmark movie, dude. Yeah, like they really disguise the first like the first ten minutes is described is disguised as a romantic comedy. Yeah, which is super weird. And like, the dialogue is so good and natural, man. Yeah, like it really is. Like when he try when he offers her tea and he's like, I noticed you didn't drink from it. Like I guess maybe you're nervous that I put something in it. Like I I understand. Yeah. Like you can you can make it yourself if you want, or you can watch me make it. Like yeah. he's he's nothing but polite. Yeah. Like he's nothing but kind and polite. And here's the weird thing, 
that's a red flag these days. Yeah. That's one of those things like, nah, you're full of shit. You're fake as fuck. Like it scares women because Mm -hmm. a lot of dudes do that to make you let your guard down. There's some Mm -hmm. fucked up dudes out there. And like, it does. It puts a fucking shit stain on guys who are just trying to be polite. There are human beings out there that are just polite people. Yep. And like, unfortunately for poor Bill Skarsgård, <laughs> he was ju- he was just trying to be polite. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's all it was. He was just trying to be a polite person. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and, and, boy, and of course. <laughs> But but he he's he's very charming and he's very he's very nice and 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 like she's she's very very likable and mm-hmm. everything and and you that that's I think that's one of the things that makes the 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 turn in this movie yeah. so much more effective. And that's the funny part is you're waiting because you're like you know this is a horror movie. Yeah, the movie's so called you- Barbarian. <laughs> like you are waiting for Bill Skarsgård to do something really fucked up. You're like, he's going to be fucked up. Something fucked up is going to happen. Yeah. Like, and, and you're absolutely right. Something yeah. fucked up does happen. You just yeah. had no idea what it was going to be. So like, no so, one. Had uh, a clue. So like the, um, the movie is called barbarian. And, and halfway through the movie, I realized that, Oh, it's named after the house because the house is on Barbary lane. <laughs> yeah. it's so stupid it's ridiculous like, it, it, it's there, there's so much misdirection like yeah. there's so much misdirection with this film and i appreciate it so much that people didn't want to ruin it for other people yeah people were just I'm like glad, i'm glad it didn't get ruined for me like i, I didn't i and and that's another thing this movie kind of went under the radar a little bit even yeah. though it was a big hit it was a really big hit uh well, i've been hearing about I had been hearing about how good it was all over the internet. Yeah. And like nothing. I didn't I never read anything about this movie. Everybody said the same thing. Like, you just gotta see this shit. Yeah. And like it, it made it all the way to HBO before we watched it. Like it yeah. came out on HBO and I was like, oh fuck it, let's check this out. Mm-hmm. And like me and Patty watched it and I was like, dude, this is so fucking delightful. <laughs> like so- I, I I didn't expect any of this shit. Like <laughs> it just gets wackier and wackier. So the the turn, well, I guess the beginning of the turn happens when in the middle of the night, uh, Tess, I guess her name is Tess in the movie. She yeah. wakes up and like her door is open. Yeah. And like she's freaking out because I could have sworn I closed it, you know. Yeah. And and Bill Skarsgård is over there on the couch and he's tossing and turning like like every every uh, uh serial killer in every horror movie does yeah right like he's, got, he's like t- i'm like oh see the guilt is eating at him in his yeah. sleep you think yeah. you know what's happening and, like and then he wakes up and he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> i love how offended he is by her yeah like, what are you doing <laughs> and she's so embarrassed <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny dude because like spoiler alert when it comes to this like the, the bill skarsgård is not your bad guy at all he is as polite and kind as he He's comes off in the, in the very first moment you see him like he is just a poor polite guy who got caught in a really weird situation and like you're waiting for all these for him to just do this horrible thing and like this whole time he's been nothing but polite to this person who's actually very rude to him like she's rude to him when she gets there yeah. and even like his sarcasm like you can tell there's there's moments where she's irritating him because she's like, can I see your phone? And he's like, why? He's like, well, to make sure that you have a confirmation. He's like, in case what? I broke in here in the middle of the night? 
<laughs> like real like why would i be here if i didn't fucking rent the place lady like whatever like sure like and he yeah. obliges her but like you're a little rude and like they even have that discussion where like and he even says like well if the roles were reversed and i was the one who showed up late, you wouldn't have let me in she's like fuck no i wouldn't have like they're very like blatant and honest with one another and like you feel this really good chemistry like oh like are they gonna end up together like is he going to kill her? Like, what's going to happen? Well, fucking, there's something in the house with them. Like, you yeah. find out pretty quickly there's something else in the house. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have uh, a laundry room in the basement. And I guess she's, like, washing her clothes and looking at, like, all the stuff on the walls. And she sees a rope hanging out of a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And she tugs it, and the wall just opens up. See, like this whole sequence is a masterclass in suspense, dude. Absolutely, because this it's surreal. Like, what's part, happening now? <laughs> this whole scene takes it, it. It takes five minutes. This whole yeah. like, like thing, like it, it's so well done, but it's, it's so not quick. boring at all. <laughs> it, it's it's so quick and clever, and it it grabs you. The stupid yeah. movie grabs you really really quickly. <laughs> so, yeah. like by by this point in the story, you're maybe fifteen minutes into the film. Mm-hmm. Like you're maybe 15 minutes into the film and they open up this doorway and there's a long, dark hallway that you can't see to the end of. Yeah. But she walks all the way down to the end. And no, 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 no. She does what every person in their right mind would do. She's like, nope, nope. Yeah. She's like, hell, hell <laughs> no. Like, nope. <laughs> That's right. She sees, she sees, uh, I think, I think she sees a light coming from underneath the door. Yeah. And like she goes and she opens it and it's this lone room with yeah. a bed and a camcorder. And like a it, bloody it, room, like a dirty a bloody room. room. And you can tell that nobody's been in there for a really long time. Like everything's mm. dried up. Yeah. Like it's an old VHS camcorder. And it's like, what the fuck? And the thing that I think is really funny is there's no spider webs, like implying like not even spiders would go down there. Yeah. And like <laughs> Like it's so kept up enough to 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 keep the insects out or something. <laughs> yeah, and like the door to the basement that she's in, just totally horror movies, and for no explicable reason whatsoever, it just closes and locks. Yeah, and like who cares? Like they do. As much as I really like this movie, I'm gonna be super honest with you folks out there. This movie, it, it, they, it, there's a whole lot of just go with it. there's a couple of times there's a couple of times but but i i i I gotta give i gotta give uh uh, credit for um for kind of minimizing those kinds of scenes like kind of kind of those kind of things because there's not a lot of it the movie is so good that when he does ask you to go with it you're like yeah i'm with you yeah like i'm 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 this far in like i'm 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 in it for the fun you know by the by the time any of these go with it moments happen it's too late you're hooked you're already in yeah you're so like you have this fucking wacky moment where she's stuck in the basement and bill skarsgård comes back and she's screaming at him like open the door like help me like get me out of here and he's like, uh, all right, like, we're like, whatever. And he walks in and he opens the door and she's like, dude, there's a fucking tunnel behind a wall and there's a room covered in blood and there's a camcorder. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he totally like, just like mansplains, like his first thought <laughs> in the movie, just mansplains like, hey, 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 like you're overreacting. Everything's fine. Like, bro, don't tell her she's overreacting. Yeah. Like, there's a hallway and a room covered in blood. 
there's plenty of reason to be scared. And Skarsgård's like, nah, I'll go check it out. And you're sitting there going, what? And that's when Craig goes, just go with it. <laughs> just go with it. Mm-hmm. So fucking, you're like, okay, horse shit. You're waiting for him to go down there and like, nope, it's his tunnel. Like, he's a piece of garbage. He's going to do something horrible to her. Yeah. And he goes super deep into this tunnel and just starts screaming for help. And you're like, don't fall for it, lady. Like, don't fall for it. Like, mm-hmm. fuck him. He's a serial killer. He's going to trap you in a room down there. And you see her, you see her go through this. Like, her acting is so yeah. good. You see her go through this in my mind. Like, oh, like, should, I, I, sh- I should go, but he needs help. But I should go, but, but he needs help. She's feeling that. Like, everything you're yeah. thinking, like, dude, he's going to kill you. It's going yeah. through her head. Yeah. Like, she's like, dude, if this guy's a psychopath, like, what am I doing? What am I thinking? Without even using words, just facial expressions. And, like, she's like, fuck it. And she goes and fucking she's looking around and Bill Skarsgård just pops out of the darkness. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, run. We've got to run. And now she's on the opposite side of it. Like, what are you talking about? What's going on? Yeah. And he's like, there's something down here. And this thing just pops out of the darkness grabs bill skarsgård by the head and smashes his skull into the wall over repeatedly and over again and the sound and like she's just there looking at it like like what am i watching he's fucking unmistakably dead like like it's quick but you're like no way he survived that you heard his skull crunch and shit like yeah it's brutal and like immediately from there, we cut to Justin Long. Yeah. Like in his car singing a song. He's like, why the fuck is Justin Long in this? Like, what the fuck is this about? Like, and did we change got, movies here? Like, there's, yeah, it there's, feels there's, like <laughs> it. Like, you totally, the movie totally changes tone. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is fucking happening, dude? <laughs> like, it's so fucking weird. And like I said, like by this point, it's too late. What was in the basement? Like, mm-hmm. you're not going back. You're going to finish this fucking movie. You need to know <laughs> what was in the basement. So, like, so th- this is, this is where, where I think, um, I, I really love, I really like, like, at, at first it was a jarring moment. Like, it's like, you know, like, what, wait, I want to see what happens. Like, what's going on? What's what, why, why are we, I love you just long, but get out of my movie. <laughs> yeah. You know? I was like, why are you but, here? Yeah. Why, why you came? Um, <laughs> yeah. you need money or something <laughs> <laughs> but here here's the thing and and this is what you were telling me about you you were talking to me about it this earlier that every time uh he, he came to a point in writing the script he felt like he needed to go somewhere else right right and you can but, feel that but like at this point uh they've already established that the house is uh in the middle of this decrepit rundown abandoned neighborhood and it's in pristine. It's in really good condition, like pristine condition. You know, it's in a, it's in an abandoned part of Detroit. And like, yeah. I know they did that with Don't Breathe. And there's been a couple movies that have like used Detroit as a backdrop. Well, there's a reason. Like mm-hmm. fucking, like there are a lot of like just ghost towns out there now because there's no jobs out there. Yeah. Like a lot of people were relying on a lot of those car dealerships and shit like that. Those factories. The factories. Yep. They closed down and they're, what the fuck am I still doing here? There's no reason mm-hmm. to be here. And they're, they they can't sell them because there's no work around it. Yeah. So people just leave them. They're abandoned now. 
Yeah, and, and, and you like, can you can yeah, and to this day, like you can still go to those neighborhoods and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. You know, may, maybe a bunch of homeless people, but that's it. Um, but like they, I I think I think that Justin Long's character came about because they needed a way to explain why the house is the way it is. Right. And, and I think, and they used it really well. And I think that that little, and it's like Edison said, uh, necessity is the mother of all invention, right? Right. Like you get this, like just disturbing side plot mm-hmm. of this guy who, when you first see him, he seems very likable, and he yeah. seems like okay, this guy's really cool or whatever. He's singing then, a goofy song and shit, like yeah. And then he gets a phone call saying, "Oh, by the way." Um, you're being accused of sexual assault and you're being <laughs> fired from your job of like, and he's, he's an actor and he's supposed to be on a sitcom. He's a and producer. Like, he's a director, yeah. producer, director or something like that. And like his agent calls him to let him know that like some girl is accusing him of rape. Yeah. Like flat out. Like they're accusing you of rape, not like groping, not inappropriate behavior, mm-hmm. like fucking rape. Yeah. And like, He's like, what the fuck? Like his life gets flipped really quick. And they're yeah. like, and by the way, the Hollywood reporter is going to report on this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be everywhere. And he goes to meet with like a financial advisor and the financial advisor is telling him like, bro, like the way you spend, you're going to be broke in three months. Yeah. Cause they let him know. Oh, and, like, oh, and we're dropping fucking, you. <laughs> yeah. Like we're like, everybody's <laughs> dropping him. Like everybody's yeah. like, nah, dude, like I'm backing away from you. Like in this moment. And like the movie almost feels like for a moment and he does such a good job like it works so well because it's justin long and you don't want to ever believe that justin long is capable of horrible shit like that yeah like it'd be one of those things (laughs) like if if that if that report came out that justin long turned out to be a fucking just gross fuck like like james franco and shit (laughs) like it'd be really disappointing for me yeah, like I'd be really hurt. I'm like, bro, I like Justin Long. I enjoy just about everything that guy is in, and like, this sucks. Yeah, and like, they really make it for a moment. Like, it's hard being famous because people just accuse you of shit. Yeah, and you kind of believe that he was. Almost believe him for yeah. a moment. Yeah, that he's like, it wasn't like that. Like, I fucking hit on her, and she was a little. Uh, I don't know. Like we were both we were both it. tipsy, and you know we yeah. You know, we, she was into it too, and and like he's saying everything that these people always say, right? You know, <laughs> and it's like it's so hard because again, when you when you grow to when you grow to be a very likable actor like Justin Long, there's a reason he's been in fucking movies since Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Like the dude works every year; he's doing something. He's always doing something, man. Because like, everybody it, everybody likes him. You know, he's so why he's so fucking likable. Yeah. And like here you have this guy and he's defending himself like that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. Like this chick is just trying to ruin my career. She's trying to ruin my life. And it's like I, immediately at first I'm like, oh, shut up. But then as the movie progresses, you're like, man, that sucks. That's too bad. That's happening. This poor guy, because yeah. it's only getting worse for him from here. <laughs> and you see him and you see him trying to like make everything work and get everything back and and it turns out that he owns the house in Detroit, right? Yeah, and he's so he's, out as a B&B. So he's got to go back over there to try to sell it or to try to to drop it or get rid of it or anything because he's got to pay his bills and stuff. And that's where you realize when he goes out to drink with his friends that 
you know, he's like, okay, fine. Maybe, maybe I, I gave her a little bit too much. You know, maybe I, I did do that, but come on, man. Like he's all trying to justify it. And you, you're like, yeah, it's that moment too. I'm like, you're just you <laughs> like you piece of gross shit. Yeah. Like you realize it kind of right there, but they still play it off because they really do make him out to be sort of your star of the story at this point. Yeah. And like you follow him up until he meets, uh, the, the girl from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until he meets her, and now you're following Tess. the both of them. Yeah, when he meets Tess, and now you're following the both of them trying to escape this shit. Like it gets so weird, and it's so funny because like he finds he didn't know. And at first, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's the gross piece of shit. Uh-huh. Like maybe he's the weird gross fuck. And like, because you don't know when this takes place, right? They, they, and, they don't and, give you they don't give you a reference of time. And he's when, just when been, the scene takes place. And he's just been accused of forcing a woman like to do su- to do stuff with him. Yeah. So like now you think, well, is it out of the question that he'd have a fucking like a, a dungeon, a sex dungeon, where he fucking brings these women to? Like, <laughs> is is it that far out of the question? Well, yeah. It, they they tell you right away. He has no fucking idea that this thing is under his house. No. Because when he does, he's like. Oh, I can start measuring this and add it to the square footage of my house. Dude. It. And oh now my, my house God. is worth more money. And I'm like, what I, douche waffle. I was cracking up so hard, dude. <laughs> He's because I have never fun. I have never felt such a 180 on a character in <laughs> I don't know how long, dude. Okay. Like honestly, honestly, um when George Clooney uh in, in Dust Till Dawn. When when he had to kill uh, Quentin Tarantino, his brother in the movie, yeah, yeah, like that that was when he did the heel turn, like or the double turn, you know. Right, 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 right. But Absolutely. this one, this is one of the greatest feature film heel turns ever. Like because not only is this guy a sexual predator, like a straight up admitted rapist, but he's a scammer too, and yeah. will take every advantage to scam people. Like he'll know? take he'll cut any corner he can. Yeah, and like. It's, it's so douchey, dude. Like it really is. It's one of those like it was and like he when, brings out the tape measure and everything. It was like when Ric Flair left the Four Horsemen and was teaming up with Sting, and everybody in their right mind was like, "You're not really gonna trust Ric Flair, are you?" <laughs> He's the dirtiest player in the game. It's right in his name, dude. And then like come War Games, like ah, I'm, I'm still with the Horsemen. Like, oh, were you? Were you still with the Horsemen? Like well, no shit. Like that's that's oh very God. that's very much Justin Long in this movie. Yeah. Like, is he a good person? Allow me to fucking clarify this for you. No, yeah. no, he's, <laughs> he's a garbage human, dude. Like, yeah, from beginning so, to end, he is just hot garbage. So there is there is one more turn in this movie that we'll get to. But right now, real quick, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a real quick break, uh, recharge our batteries, and get some uh, milk. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back here on the Movie Know It All podcast on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. Hey, Know It All Ned here. Thanks for tuning into the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. 
If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, troop bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. the most fun song ever <laughs> like that is a very real transition by the way like yeah. that is it, yeah. it, just, it just goes straight to it man <laughs> like it's so fucking weird and, and like that's where we meet fucking justin long and find out all this shit about him mm-hmm. and like you have that moment that's so fucking funny where he's measuring the tunnel so he can uh-huh. add the square footage uh to to his to the house when he sells it and that's where they show another room like they find another room further down in the tunnel and it's the the floors are covered in blankets and there's a little pink television with a vhs player on it and this tape is playing about what to expect when you're expecting sort of shit like yeah like how how to how to feed your baby and stuff like how to take care of your baby like how to properly care for a baby so like (laughs) while this is when he sees all this shit this big fucking thing comes out of the dark again the thing that killed bill Mm skarsgård and just starts chasing him this looks like what seems like an eight foot tall naked woman yeah she's huge and like he runs through this tunnel and he falls into a hole in the ground 
And like he looks up and this big lid just slams shut with a gritted gate on it. Yeah. And he's screaming like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you see like Tess down there and she's like, come down. Don't upset her. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, she's like, please, for the love of God, just keep quiet. Like you're going to upset her. And the thing reaches down through the hole with a big fucking, it's a baby bottle, but it's for cows. On a string. like Yeah, like it's for calves. And, and like, it looks so gross, dude. Oh my and God. She, and she's just rattling it over his face, like wanting him to drink from it. Uh-huh. And he's like, fuck no. And like Tess is like, just drink from it. And she starts drinking <laughs> out of the bottle like... They let you know she's been there a few days. Yeah, like I, I, I they don't really go into uh, detail about how long she's been there, but she's been there for a while, at least a couple of days. You know. Yeah, and like they are letting you know that like this thing wants him and her to be her baby. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck that!" and just starts screaming at it to let him go, and it throws the gate open and drags him out. And like it drags him back into that room and it cradles him and it's trying to pop its tit in his mouth. <laughs> like it's trying to breastfeed and it's, him. And they show everything, dude. Like, like you get, you fucking see all this shit up close. It's so fucking weird and unsettling as fuck. <laughs> like it's one of those things because this shit went, once you figure out what's happening, mm-hmm. like it does not slow down. No. It gets weirder and weirder and weirder and like. This scene is so fucking weird and uncomfortable where she's like just trying to shove her tit in his mouth. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, and she's getting angry about it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like a shit, child. Dude. Yeah. Like a child. Like she, the, the, this, this, this person, this, this, uh, she is acting the way uh, an infant or like a, like a toddler child would, you know? Right. It's throwing very about, severely. About baby not listening to it. Yeah, like very severely mentally disabled, very like, <clears throat> it's very, very stunted. And it looks so much like Jason in Friday the 13th part two. Like if you guys oh. remember that scene where he comes through the window, yeah. like it looks a <laughs> lot like that. And Jason like, at the end, at the end of part one, when he comes out of the water. Yeah. You know, so they have, they have this really fun moment where she like, she gets the fuck out. And she's running and she she dives out the window in the basement. And like as she's crawling away, this homeless guy who you see earlier in the film, like yelling at her to get away from the house. Yeah. Like speaking of Friday the 13th, he, he was such the <laughs> harbinger. He was crazy. Ralph, doom, yeah. doom. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of history down that road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to get her the fuck away from the house. And she runs in there and locks it. And he starts pounding on the door like, get out of that house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, like it's kind of wild. Well, he's there again and he drags her out and you get this amazing scene where like the 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 thing in the basement is like inches away from her ankles. Like uh-huh. it's about to snatch her. And like the homeless guy pulls her out and she turns and looks at it and it's just reaching for her out the window and just like uh like sulks back into the darkness. Like it's so freaky and weird. And then, like, right here again, it cuts away to something completely different. 
that's had nothing to do with anything until this moment. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and this this whole scene, it's such a shift because this takes place in the past. Right. So they, you you can't. They do tell you because uh, the aspect ratio changes. Yeah. Like it it looks totally different. And I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that until you pointed that out. Actually, I, I didn't notice the, that the aspect the ratio changed. First thing I had noticed was the aspect yeah. ratio changed because it, it, it went from your regular letterbox to uh, I forget the one that Zack Snyder used for Justice League. Yeah, the the four by eight or something like that. Yeah, it's the exact yeah. same framing and like because yeah. that, that like a TV, like a TV. It's a TV. Uh, yeah, what they use in old old school television. And even the way it's colored, the color like scheme of it, the how bright everything is, the green grass, the same house. Yeah. But all of a sudden the grass is green and the sun is shining over it. The neighborhood like, is alive. They make it look like a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> like they made it look like a sitcom. And like the front door opens and fucking Richard Breaker walks out. And it's Richard like Richard oh, Break. Okay. Oh my God. So this this movie. It already has a, a great cast, right? Like it's got as, a real, real great cast. But as if you, as if you needed him to make the movie any creepier. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing, dude. Richard Brake is one of the most underrated actors working today because this guy plays everything from noblemen in the 18th century yeah. to creepers in the future, dude. Like he played the 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 creepy guy in a uh, doom remember in that doom? movie that the rock yeah. speaking of yeah, the rock shit, yeah. and uh he was my choice uh if i were to ever make a, a spider-man movie he would be my choice to play uh to play carnage oh man he'd be an amazing cletus cassidy yeah. cletus cassidy dude he's got the look dude like yeah i mean he played joe chill in in the the nolan batman movie uh he was like he's he's in everything, but then in this movie, like I had no idea he was he was a Brit until like a couple years ago, right? When I he's British, know, he's British, dude. I didn't fucking know that. Yeah, dude, this guy's British, but he always plays a Southern hick or Southern like you know yeah. like how can like this kind of guy, you know? No, but he's British, dude. That's how great of an actor he is. He's a he's a Hugh Laurie. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I, like that's crazy. <laughs> But I had no fucking clue that dude was British. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. But like, you see him, you follow him, uh, and he he just comes out looking creepy, right? Yeah, just comes out looking creepy. And he's talking to his neighbor, and and his neighbor says that like we're selling, like you should sell, and he's like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, and, I love when he says this, like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, like in his creepy Richard Brake voice. Just like, not going anywhere. Like, just lets you know that he's not fucking. He's still the the idea being he's still there somewhere. Yeah, and and like you find out that this dude, like they use this scene to show you that this guy would go around, and he would find his way into people into women's homes, and then he'd come back later and kidnap them, and what he was doing is just knocking them up, and then he was making the babies have babies with each other. Yep. So like this thing is a product of incest. So like that's that's the creepy thing. Like you follow him, you go, you follow him to the store. Mm-hmm. You see him pick out these baby items, pay and for like them, he, and he's building a rape kit. Like he's getting ropes and shit like that with it. And then you see him follow some woman from the store to her house. 
he dresses up in in uh, what is it like an electrician or or a yeah. water or something like that. He has a trunk full of costumes. And he goes into the restroom and he just goes in there and he unlocks the window and then he walks out. Right? Like it's it, so unsettling. Like it's he's so creepy, dude. And he's so deliberate with all his moves. Like he yeah. like he's done this so many times before. You know? Like it it was so making eggs for breakfast. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That's like exactly, this, the fucking eight yeah. hundredth egg I've made this year. Like yeah, sort of know? shit. Like, like it's like okay, gotta do this again. Just taking out the trash, you know. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like, like it's a daily chore for him, you know. But and it, it, and that's right? where it ends. Like that's all you see. Like you don't see anything else of him, right? Like that's all you see. Yeah. And then we cut back to modern day, where she's trying. And this is one of the most infuriating things Man. about this movie, dude. Like, no she, scene has infuriated me like this much this year than the scene where she calls the cops. She tries to get the cops to go to the house. And she's like, look, somebody kidnapped me. There's somebody else alive in there. They've already killed one person. Go in there and get them out. Ma'am, get your hand off the car. <laughs> Can I see some ID? Like, I don't have anything on me. You don't have ID? Like, God damn, it was making me so mad. So on one hand, it's like, I understand that you deal with crackheads all the time. But on the other hand, like, I don't care how many crackheads you talk to. When somebody says that somebody is dead. Yeah. Or somebody's no been kidnapped. You dude, goddamn listen. Investigate it, dude. Especially if it's in a house that looks immaculate compared to its other, the other houses in the neighborhood. No shit, you know. Like, like it's it's a real like. What the fuck is wrong with these guys, dude? Like, I had thought there had been a thought that crossed my mind is that like maybe they know what's in the house and they're just mm -hmm. like it's not my it's not our problem. Like once it yeah. wants you, it's not our problem anymore. Yeah. And like no, they were just bad cops. Mm -hmm. Like that's all it was. They're just shit cops. Yeah, and I was like unbefitting fucking believable man and like well no it's pretty believable i think that's the part that's so upsetting is that it is very believable yeah like i've i've dealt with shit like that dude i fucking got in a hit and run admission and like i fucking i got the guy's license plate i found out where he lived i gave them their like i gave the cops his address and i swear to god the traffic cop the the cop who was in charge of hit and runs in and mission pd i swear to god he tells me what's so far <laughs> i'm not kidding you like the trip that i made every day this past year to fucking film the movie we worked on uh -huh. that's where he was he was in the rgc and the cop had oh. the nerve to tell me i mean so far <laughs> i'm like are you are you want um, gas money or what, dude? Like, I, I was. Like, you hear so, me last time? So you in a hit and run, right? The guy hit me and ran. It's like, so you mean to tell me that all I got to do is like, you know, go about, you know, twenty, like, a, like a couple of miles down the street, and I can commit any crime I want because it's too far. Yeah. Like, I was for like real? fascinating. I was like, good to know. I was like, oh, let me, and I even asked him this. So I was like, let me, let me ask you this: Are there no police stations? Out in Rio Grande City, or like, is this something that's never crossed your mind? He's like, excuse me. I'm like, no, excuse me. Like, what yeah. the fuck is? What do you mean? Like, I got mad at him, and like, he had told me when when I blew up at him, he goes, you know what? 
I'm not going to deal with this until you run it through your insurance company. Run it through your insurance company first. And I'm like, what the fuck? You need a police report first before you run it through the insurance company, dude. You no, know, yeah, that's why. The problem is if you run it through the insurance company, you let them know you were in a car accident. Well, they, that, that's all yeah. they need to charge you more. Yeah. Like, so, that's yeah. all they need. And I'm like, and like, I'm supposed to trust you to do your job, even though it's so far. <laughs> it's so far. <laughs> like, you really? I mean, he said it to me like that. Like, well, I mean, like, yeah, I've got the address, but like, it's so far. <laughs> I thought I was really like, where am I calling? <laughs> like, what, what, what country am I, man? What's go- what, what year is this? <laughs> like, I, I was like, this is fucking absurd. Like this fucking out of out of just like, wow. But yeah, that's why I was like, no, nah, that, that, that makes all the sense of the world. Like some of these cops are just really like, Meh. Yeah. like they don't care. And like, it's such an infuriating scene because it's a fucking... You hear it all the time. It's a woman of color asking for help. And it's like, yeah. well, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, yeah. Jesus fucking and, Christ. And, and, and it, it goes it goes to show you because the cop is black. And yeah. it's like, no, it, it's it's not a color thing. It's a cop thing. It's a cop thing, <laughs> yeah. A cop thing, dude. And I was like, no, the, yeah. the problem is the blue. Like, yeah. But anyway, she she does she does what what uh, any self respecting person would do, and she goes back into the house of horror to save a perfect stranger. Um, yeah, <laughs> which um, I, I I guess to move the plot along is is okay. But uh, yeah. would, do you think do you think any, do you think any any person would do this? Like, do you think this is something a regular person would do? Um. Go back to a house that they were held hostage in. Let me. Okay, I'll put it this way. Uh, 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 like I can't speak for the actions of crazy people. <laughs> My ass did all I could have by calling the police. I'm leaving. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go get a donut. <laughs> like I'm good from here, man. Like I told him to be quiet. He started yelling at that thing. I already saw what that thing can do when it's pissed mm-hmm. off. Yeah, he's like probably a rapist anyway. <laughs> like it smashed that it smashed the other dude's head to a fucking pudding. Yeah. Like I've seen what that thing can do when it's upset. He was screaming at it and then he got quiet and I managed to get out and y'all can go fuck yourselves. I did my best. <laughs> like, sorry. My part. <laughs> I'll stop at another police station and I'll be like, I don't like know what to do anymore. Like Detroit PD didn't fucking help me at all. And I'll fucking say something to somebody else, but like, I gotta go. Like, sorry, <laughs> I gotta go. Like, sorry, I would certainly not run in back in that house for a person. I mean, if it was you know a friend, if it was a family member, if you at least life, knew a person, you know, right? Like, yeah, absolutely, I would run in there. But somebody I met five minutes ago, bro, you got here on your own. You get out on your own. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I'm like I like Batman. I am certainly no Dark Knight. I'm out well, this motherfucker. Well, I I'll I'll uh, I'll definitely agree with you on that. So apparently this person is a better person than either one of us. I guess so. <laughs> but you know you got to move the plot along in any way possible. So she goes back, but she uh, she gets a gun, right? Yeah. Like she she uh, she somehow gets. Oh yeah, no way. She has a gun in her in her car. Yeah. Um, and uh, she goes back. She goes back into the house. But also, Justin Long, uh, how does he get loose? Or like he doesn't get loose, but like he. No, he, the, the thing the thing goes after Tess. 
Yeah. When she when she runs out uh, out of the window, it's at night. Yeah, it's at night, and she goes out. And he manages to get out of the room and run the other way. Yeah. So he's he's going the opposite direction of the way he came in, as far as he possibly can. And when he gets all the way to the end, there's a door, and this thing comes like walking towards him, and he sees him by the door, and it just sulks away. Like the implication being that whatever's behind that door is worse, worse. and scarier than she is. Or she's Which terrified is, of it. She's terrified of the, of what's behind that door. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So like Justin Long goes into that room and there's it's a bedroom and there's a small TV and there's VHS tapes everywhere and they're all labeled by like red hair, blonde at Blonde at the grocery store, screamer, like screamer, like all sorts of horrible shit. Yeah, and like reduced to the thing that whoever was filming liked about this person. Mm. And there in the bed is fucking Richard Brake, like old and decrepit, and just laying there. And like Justin Long is like thinking that they that this thing dragged him in there and has been keeping him in there. Yeah, thinking that he's one of the hostages, like he's a hostage like him. Yeah. And like he's telling Richard Brake, like, we're gonna get out of here. Like, I'm gonna don't worry, get, I'll save you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get SWAT teams. And like this is one of those things again where like Justin Long is being really likable because like yeah. he's saying, I'm gonna save you. Like, I'm gonna save everybody, I'm gonna get us out of here. And I'm going to get a SWAT team. And that thing's never going to fucking hurt anybody ever again. And it's like, oh, man, like he's trying to redeem himself. Like maybe he maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he's just a dickhead. <laughs> maybe maybe he was just girl. a dickhead. He was rude. Or this person was trying to get back at him. And like just that thing that celebrities do where you want to like them so you'll believe any bullshit they give you. Like really go back and like think about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Like do I think she was lying? absolutely do i think he was lying god yes like i think they were both lying about each other about a lot of shit mm-hmm. i think that johnny depp is a petulant child who's never had to grow up like he was fucking 19 years old when he got his first movie role and they just kept giving him money ever since then you're fucking almost 60 something years old and since you were 19 years old they've been fucking just vomiting money at you like no you're a child like, even talking about, like, all the drugs that he did, he's like, well, yeah, I did them, but I was never that bad. I'm like, yeah, addicts never think they are. You're a scumbag, <laughs> dude. Like, you're a scumbag. I don't, do I think that fucking Amber Heard is an adult? No, she's a scumbag, too. The problem is it was two scumbags going after each other. But how many people sided with Johnny Depp? Like, so many people sided with him because Amber Heard never played Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> like... And it becomes a thing where you're like, I like just because I like Justin Long as a human being. And every time I see him in a movie, I enjoy him. I think he's so fucking funny. I think his 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 ability to fucking just monologue and just have fun with it is is virtually unmatched, considering that he had almost no written dialogue for something like Zack and Miriam make a porno. Yeah. Like he's just fucking winging it. And he's so fucking funny. He's naturally hilarious. He's naturally likable. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sitting here watching this movie like, oh, man, maybe things just went just, you know, maybe somebody is trying to hurt him. And like, like, he seems like a really good guy, doesn't he? (laughs) And like, even when he sees what's on the tapes, 
Like he looks at Richard Brake and he's like, you miserable piece of shit. Like realizes what he yeah. is. And Richard Brake pulls out a revolver and just shoots himself. Well, like, see, here's and 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 that that whole culmination of that scene is like Richard Brake is pointing to the to the to the dresser. And yeah. he's like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? So like he moves the dresser over to him like he thinks that he wants water or something. Yeah. And he just moves the dresser over to him. And that's when he notices the tapes and he puts the tape in. Yeah. And and, and like then Richard, yeah. and then Richard Brake puts up, pulls out the gun and just blows his freaking head off, dude. Which was like, so like, like out of left field and shit. Like why? Like what? What's and I kind of want to know the story as to how he got in stuck the in that bed. Yeah. Right. Like what happened between the flashback that we saw and that moment. You know, right. that's that's and, a very interesting story. I, I see, hope that's a, a movie or something. That's a movie that I want to see. Like, yeah. I want Zach Gregor to do a fucking like trilogy of Barbarian and like. Yeah. There's, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movies X and Pearl. Yes, I've seen X. I have yet to see Pearl. Okay, so when I saw X, I was like, bro, this is what everybody's like up in their nuts about. Like, it's a slasher movie. Yeah. So, okay, so you agree with me, right? It's a slasher yeah. movie. Yeah. Pearl, Pearl makes X a way better film. When you That's watch what I've Pearl, heard. When you watch Pearl, you will go back and watch X. Uh -huh. And like it makes X a way, way, way better movie. And I'm yeah. so excited to see the third part. I want to see Maxine. And like that's what I want them to do with Barbarian. Mm -hmm. I want there to be two more movies to Barbarian because I want to, you're right. I want to know what happened between that flashback and how he ended up in the dark corner of that fucking like cave. Like how did he end up all the way back there? Yeah. So, like, you get this moment where Justin Long, like, now has access to a gun. Like, Justin Long was the one who got the gun, not the not Tess. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justin Long to, is, Just like, to tie it all in to the holidays. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. But, like, he fucking... So, now he's got a gun, and he's walking back down this, like, this fucking cavern... And like way in the distance, fucking Portes is coming around the corner to try to help him. And like she sees him way out there. Like they cannot see each other. It's so dark in that tunnel, but he can see a silhouette and she can see something shining. And she just goes, hello. And you just hear, Pah! like yeah, the gun goes off. <laughs> and he nails her right in the stomach. And she yeah. hits the ground and her eyes are wide open. And he's like, oh, shit. Oh shit! And like he checks her, and like right when he touches her, she blinks, and you're you're holding your breath, like oh my yeah. god, like no, he, dude, he didn't just her. kill her. <laughs> and like she blinks, and you're like, oh my god, she's fucking alive. Yeah. And like, He's like she... I've never shot anybody before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like yeah, well you're really good at it. Like you nailed her. <laughs> and like <laughs> you have this moment. He's still like, I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you. I'm gonna save you. And I'm like. Right on, man. Like, you tell him, little shaver. Like, yeah, yeah. I believe Justin Long. And, like, he drags her out of the house. And, like, what ends up happening is this thing comes after her and she slams it into the wall. She fucking crashes her car into the, into the woman, into the mother, and, like, crushes it into the wall. And it looks like it dies. And that's when she goes back down to save Justin Long and fucking gets yeah. shot for it, right? Yeah. So he's dragging her out, and that thing has somehow managed to unpinch itself from the wall. 
like it's gone which is which is one of those scenes that like what you said before like okay suspend so this belief for uh-huh. now you know like because come on i don't care like like this is supposed to be uh the only thing this thing has going for it is that it's been inbred for several generations right, right? so and like it's not some kind of mute and it's one of those things again like just go with it it unpinched itself yeah. on the wall yeah so like she's like they don't know where to go because the neighborhood's abandoned, which is another really scary thing. And see, like, what I thought was going to happen was there was going to be several of them. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to have sisters and shit, and, like, they were all going to come chasing them through this neighborhood, which I thought would have been a really fucking, like, nice ending to it, or at least fucking, like, mm. calling it right when they start coming out of the house. Like, just cut it. Fade to black. It'll, it'll work. Well, No. She knows where the homeless guy who helped her out was. Mm-hmm. And like he lives under the water tower, like behind the water tower. And like she goes out there and like Justin Long says, are we safe here? He's like, man, I've been here for 40 years and that thing has never bothered me. And he explains last words. Dude. Right. And like <laughs> he goes on to explain that this is and I love that they did this. Like everything that we've told you about it being like inbred, you don't learn till this very moment. Yeah. Like There's he, no explanation he, for what's going on until this guy starts talking. He just exposition vomits, and I, yeah. I prefer I prefer an exposition vomit than uh, uh, I didn't know exposition or did you know exposition? Yeah, like just real like I'll tell you what the fuck is happening. As you know, <laughs> yeah, or fucking M Night Shyamalan's As You Know. Yeah, like no, I don't. I didn't know all that weird shit. Like he just fucking. <laughs> vomits it all out like i'll tell you what the fuck that thing is yeah and i love that i love that they save it for the end mm-hmm. and like he's so confident that they're safe there and this fucking thing just rips through the wall just comes through the wall like the fucking kool-aid man yeah like, <laughs> and just, oh yeah and it's a big <laughs> it's a big steel wall and she just boom like comes Breaks through, through it. it like, like and nothing. like grabs the homeless dude rips his arm off and i'm not exaggerating rips his arm off and proceeds to beat him to death with his own arm like <laughs> while yeah. they look on <laughs> like while they just look in fucking terror and fucking justin long turns and this is this is the moment where he kind of like uh pulls a roger from night of the demons like he doesn't say anything he just turns and runs like fuck all that just yeah. bails and she's like, wait, like with a gunshot wound in her stomach. And like he runs to the back and like there's no way over the fucking fence because it's covered in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And like the only way out is up. So they run up the, the fu- water tower. They climb the fucking water tower. And and like she's like, hey, jackass, you have a gun. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he pulls it out of his waistband and like proceeds <laughs> to juggle the gun with one hand. And it falls off the water tower. And I'm like, <laughs> and again, is that Gregor moment? Just go with it. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. I'll assume he's that fucking stupid and scared. So they run up there. And he's like, holy shit, we're going to fucking die. Like, we're going to fucking die. And I'm like, yeah, it really looks that way. Like, they're trapped mm-hmm. up there now, right? Yeah, there's and nowhere I'm, to go. And I'm thinking, like, okay, here comes... This really amazing selfless moment. Like Justin Long is going to tackle her and they're mm-hmm. going to fall off the water tower together. 
I'm sure of this. This is what this has all been you, leading to. You think Lying. that he, you think that he's going to you do the feel, rogue thing and save you his feel character. It so much in your heart that he's going to do the right thing, right? Yeah. And like this he even says like I'm sorry, I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, wow, dude, he's going to fucking tackle her and they're going to fall." And he's like it doesn't have to like this thing's going to kill the both of us. But it doesn't have to be both of us. It can it, it, it can just be you. And she's like, huh? Excuse me? <laughs> and like the fucking thing runs up. And he grabs her and he goes, hey, here's your fucking baby. And shoves Tess off the water tower. And, and the like, shot that they get of her falling off the water tower. Her face is like, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> like, she is like you halfway expect them. Too. Like you halfway expect him to freeze frame there and say, you see that person? That's me. I bet you're wondering how we got in this situation. <laughs> no shit, dude. She is all of us in that moment. Like, yeah. Why, Justin? Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> do that for? And like this thing, the mother dives off the tower after her. And like. Which doesn't make any sense because uh, let's face it, like, there's no way that that. That creature is going to catch up with her. And that part made me laugh so hard because it was one of the another one of those what? And Zach Gregor, Dude. just you've come this far. It's yeah. too late. It's too late to turn back. Yeah, go with it. Just go. Just with go it. with it. Yeah, because she is like the the water tower is like maybe like 40, 50 feet in the air. It's and it's she, it's high, but it's not that high. Like, and she's not. like ten feet to the ground when this thing yeah. jumps off. Yeah. And yet somehow the thing managed to catch her and turn itself underneath her to where she and, lands on the creature. She lands on yeah, the mother. Where yeah. Tess lands on the mother. And like Justin Long comes downstairs and he has this moment right before he does it where he says, I don't know if I'm a bad person. Like maybe I am. Like just admitting to himself, yeah. like, you know what? I'm a fucking awful person. So why wouldn't I do something awful in this moment? And just chucks her off the fucking tower. <laughs> so like he goes down there and she like uh like opens her eyes and moves again. And you're yeah. like, dude, this poor woman, dude. <laughs> like the hell she has been through. And yeah. she's still alive. Yeah. And Justin Long again. Like, oh, you're still alive? No, 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 no. I'm not a bad guy. I'm a good guy. I had to do it, right? I had to do it. Like, I had no choice. Like, what <laughs> but you're okay, right? You're okay, right? Like, you're we'll okay. You <laughs> like, we're going to get you help. You're all right. And, like, dude, you fucking human steaming pile of shit. And the mother just sits up like the fucking Undertaker. Still alive after all and that. Just blood pouring out the back of her head. And she grabs Justin Long by his head sticks her thumbs into his eyeballs like pops his eyeballs and then splits his skull in half like pulls his skull apart like real quick real quick let, let's 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 take a step back real quick and just admire the effects in this movie god dude the makeup because is so good the makeup the creature itself is uh is played by a man yeah in all Big prosthetics Right, and an amazing the, prosthetics too. The death scenes of Bill Skarsgård and Justin Justin Long are so brutal. Like they're 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 done practically, and and they're yeah. they're, 
they're done they're done in a way where you could tell they didn't have a lot of money but it's still like quick cuts and a lot of blood, yeah. quick cuts and a lot of blood like the close up the close up of the fingers going into the eyes yeah it's oh, just god, like it's so oh good. it's so satisfying dude like, like it's so like oh god you deserved it you piece of shit yeah like you really deserved it you, you kind of cheer a little bit when 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 he dies you know but yeah it's so like, satisfying the, the the creature effects and and the and when after she kills him and she goes over to to uh to Tess and she's like papa papa like dude it's so, I kind of felt bad for her. Dude. You do. You feel bad because she just wanted to take care of her. She's the only one yeah. that didn't scream and freak out at her. And now she just wants to take care of her. And like Tess is saying, I can't go back with you. I can't go back. And it's like, nope, you're you're coming back with me. And like she like, doesn't she, know any better. Like it doesn't. It's so sad because it doesn't know any better. And like Tess reaches for the fucking gun, the revolver, and like puts it to her head. And this thing doesn't know what, the, what what a gun is. It has no clue what this thing is. And she pushes it to her head. And, like, it fucking cuts to black. You hear the gunshot go off. Yeah. And, like, just says, directed by Zach Greger. Like, this is the end of your fucking Shit. movie. And he, the fact that he used Be My Baby as the closing song was so yeah. fucking funny to me. And it was one of those things that I had to laugh and I was like, this was one of the most delightful fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Like, this was so much fun. Like, I compare it not to the movie because they're similar. I compare it to this movie because of the level of absurdity that that comes with it. It just becomes more and more absurd that you're just delighted by it. Is It reminded me so much of Reanimator. Uh, okay. Like, like in the way that, like, it it starts off with a doctor trying to defeat death. Yeah, like this is the goal: is to beat death, do the thing that every doctor wants to do, like conquer death. And it ends with a horde of zombies and a and a headless guy walking around with his head in a fucking petri dish. Yeah, like. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and like, I love it. I love that it starts off as this fucking like, you think you know where this is going. Like this guy mm -hmm. is a bad guy and he's going to hurt her. And it's like, no, there's a fucking giant inbred woman with the strength of fucking Superman that lives in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing it knows how to do is to be a mother. And that's all it wants to do. Like, and 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 this this you you realize what it is at that moment at the very end when when she's looking down on Tess and the, and Tess is pointing the gun at her head you realize what this creature is at the very moment and and yeah it's it's very sad and you realize that the that the real villain of this movie was was Richard Brake yeah you know? like her her anger was her trying to protect her baby yeah like that's what it was and like. Like, that's where all her rage comes from, is thinking you're going to hurt my baby. Yeah. And that's why she fucking split Justin Long's skull at the mm -hmm. end. Like, yeah. he just threw her baby off the water tower. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so funny because it, it is, um, it, it's the horror movie version of, of uh, Mama Bear. Like, that's all mm -hmm. it is. It's just straight up 
straight up mama bear. Yeah. And like with the strength of a goddamn bear, just ripping the <laughs> part. Yeah. Like it's fucking amazing. And it's so fucking fun. Like it, 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 I, I don't understand people who are like, it was stupid. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up with your elevated <laughs> horror bullshit. Like not every movie is going to be hereditary, guys. No. <laughs> like not every horror movie is going to be hereditary. Excuse me. Not every horror movie is going to be the witch. Like just but, relax. But this movie, this movie, oh, dude, like I had, it, it's, I, I have a lot of fun with horror movies, but this movie seemed like a horror popcorn flick, you know? It, it is. But, but in, in a way that, that was really effective, especially when they were underneath the house, like the suspense yeah. that's being built up. Yeah. Uh, um, like, like this, this movie is, it deserves to be. Um, up there with like Friday the Thirteenth and and Nightmare on Elm Street, like the slasher movies, you know. Is this movie? If this movie this came out in nineteen, if this movie came out in nineteen eighty eight, there would be fucking six sequels to it, and everybody would love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly. It's just the fucking truth. Like there'd be six sequels to it, and everybody would be talking about how great it is. Yeah, like, like the the, the, it, the, the mother, it, the mother would be would be some supernatural being come part two. <laughs> right, like the fact that like, oh shit. <coughs> Hang on. <coughs> you all right? Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Went a little heavy on the pine tree perfume, there, kid. I'm not doing anything illegal. <laughs> not anymore. In, in most states, yeah. It was for, that's what it was. It was a furball. But oh, yeah, like, yeah. The fact uh, it's that it, stuff called uh, this is permanent. It's pretty yeah. old. <laughs> the fact that this movie came out uh, in a world where everybody's trying to be the next guy who makes a horror movie that's really saying something. Yeah, like everybody wants to be to, to be the person who makes the Babadook or the yeah. Witch or Hereditary, and it's like I get it; those are all fucking great movies, and I really love them. They're amazing movies with with amazing like like like. They're 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 top tier movies, but this movie is top tier in its own right, dude. That's why I was like, but like, really, at the end of the day, would you have enjoyed a movie like The Witch or Hereditary if you didn't grow up on movies like Friday the Thirteenth or Evil mm. Dead? Yeah, like or Reanimator, like or any of the stuff like that. Like it's the same thing. Mm. It's very divided. The same way Malignant was. Mm. Like a lot of people said that fucking. Malignant was really fucking stupid and it was out there and silly. And I'm like, bro, Malignant was ridiculous in how fun it was. Well, like, the thing about Malignant was that it it, it didn't take itself seriously. Right, and it right. Took, and the premise that it had, it 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 went all out with it. Like it went to a hundred. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It didn't hold anything back. And that's why that's why it worked. Was because it didn't hold anything back. It went a hundred percent in that direction. Same thing with this movie with Barbarian. Um, it went a hundred percent in three different directions with Barbarian. A hundred percent on. It went all in on on the on the on the monster of the movie. It went all in on the villain. It went yeah. in, all in on the characters. And here's the thing, I've always said this: the best horror movies are good because you care about the characters. 
Right. You have this personal relationship with the characters that's built up. That's where the real horror is. And right. that's that's what I think is the best part of this movie. The creature effects are awesome. The makeup is awesome. The special effects are awesome. But uh, the the Bill Skarsgård and and uh, uh, the 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 actress who played Tess and 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 Justin Long, mm-hmm. they are the reason why this movie works as well and as great as it does. Absolutely, you know? man. Absolutely. And I gotta hand it. I gotta hand it to everybody involved in this movie, man, because they made. Probably the most fun horror movie since Malignant. Yeah, one of the most unique and fun horror movies that I've seen in a good while. And I don't say that lightly at all. Like I don't. Like and like not for nothing. I would take Barbarian over Malignant, and I really like both of them. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed both of them very, very much. We watched yeah. Malignant recently, like a while back, and like man, it's it's still one of those. <laughs> like this is still such a fun wacky fucking movie like the scene I, at the the police station i like, still watch that police station scene yeah i still watch that like just, i just put it on youtube just to watch it it's you know, so it's fucking so cool. fun dude it's so ridiculous and like like that's the thing about horror movies is you you do whatever kind of horror movie you are trying to make you have to trust yourself to make it and back it a hundred percent yeah like you have got to back your horror movie all the way and like this movie because I am positive, like, and, I, and I'm not just saying this. Somebody had to tell Zach Gregor, this is a bad idea. I'm sure a few people told him, this is silly. It's a bad idea. It's not going to work. Yeah. But he was like, if everybody backs it 100%, it absolutely will. Like, if you cast the right people and these people trust the director and they trust the script and they trust everything about it. Trust me to make this a fucking horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would work. He was right. And it did. Cause th- this movie is so like, again, you have to trust it because yeah. anybody who read this script, I can't imagine reading the script was like, did you fucking read this after you wrote it? <laughs> like, this is silly, dude. Like this is fucking silly. Yeah. And he's like, no, it can be really intimidating if it's done right. Like, yeah. if the makeup is right, if the actors are right, like, this is going to work. And he was right. Like, it may, in fact, be the most divisive horror movie, like, of the year. Like, so many people have so many different opinions about it. And everybody who says it's bad or they're wrong. Their opinions yeah. are wrong. I'm sorry. It's a very good movie. Like, yeah. I can understand you saying, like, one for me. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally yeah. get that. If you watch it and you're like, this was just not my kind of horror movie. Cool. I get yeah. it. My mom cannot fucking stand what they call elevated horror. My mom hated Hereditary. She thought the witch was boring. She was like, who talks like this? This is boring. Like the Hereditary. The people in the 1700s. Point. Yeah, she's like, get to the fucking point. Like, get to the damn fucking point. <laughs> like, last night I was at my mom's house and like, I gave her Amazon and the first thing she put on was Evil Dead 2. Like, that's the type of shit my mom likes. Like, get to the damn fucking point. Give me blood. Give me violence. Like, this is why I watch these things. I don't care about your reasoning. And the deaths in this movie are very evil dead, by the way. Uh, They're absolutely. They're so So, ridiculous. And they're fucking just blood and gore. It's so fucking silly. With with movies like with movies like Hereditary and The Witch, and then now with Pearl and X and and this movie, like I, I'm I'm it's such a great time to be a horror fan right now. Absolutely, it's such a dude, great time, dude. This past year may have been, and I and I don't say this lightly, 
But like since the 80s, 2022 has been like the year for horror movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. boy, have they fucking swung for the fences, man. Like, mm-hmm. there have been some wild ones on Shudder. There have been some it, shitty ones on Shudder. But, like, man, there have been some wild good ones. Like, the And it, it's it's the Marvel effect, dude. It's the Marvel effect, dude. Like, people yeah. are getting are, – they're, they're giving people more chances to be crazy. And it's yes. doing nothing but good things, you know. And I, I, I enjoy that. I like horror movies that go in a wildly different direction. Yeah. And like, again, because there's examples of of what you were saying, like you commit to it and it just doesn't translate. Like I've seen a few movies this year that like really committed to their story. And I'm like, it didn't translate well on film. Like it came off as really fucking silly. And like, there's some that are like, that was fucking wild. I didn't like, like I was mentioning right now, there's a movie on, on Shudder. It's an, it's a Shudder original called The Cellar that came out this year. And like that one is probably one of the most eerie and just amazingly made horror movies. Like counting to the number 30 has never been so scary. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Like if you ever get a chance to see the cellar, uh, it has uh, Eliza Cushberth in it. And like, it's so unsettling and weird and the idea of a of a fucking spell being a math equation is so interesting and unique and like it's such a good movie the ending is so fucking fun like the third act is so like filled with dread mm-hmm. and like there was that one there was the manor with barbara hershey which was so fucking incredible this year uh barbarian fucking smile was holy shit that's a movie i need to watch i need to watch i heard heard that movie is really good (laughs) i'll I'll give you this man i haven't been afraid to turn the lights off after seeing a horror movie in a really 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 long time Mm. like i was like the idea of somebody just looking at you and smiling for no reason is it it just it's nightmare fuel i've avoided everything about that movie it's like it's, I, I've avoided. I, I I haven't watched any trailers. I haven't done anything. Like no. <laughs> it's so. it is the movie is genuine. Anybody who's sitting there and like didn't scare me, and I'm like, cause you're jaded. Like you're yeah. jaded. Save it for another podcast. No, I will. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna fucking like talk about the whole movie, but like, I'm just saying like, like how I I, I tell I tell people sometimes like, hey, do you like this song? Like I hate that song. Like. <laughs> hate it or are you tired of it like no i hate it like well, motherfucker you don't have rhythm like it's the same thing when i talk about like the movie smile like if you're like no nah, it just wasn't good i'm like bro you don't like horror movies <laughs> like you don't like yeah. horror movies you can sit there and watch smile and say it wasn't good like it's the first movie to be scary in a really long time like mm. it's very fucking creepy and unsettling and like i enjoyed it very fucking much it has been a banner year for horror movies this year like a real banner year and like Barbarian is most certainly one of those films. Like I understand the divisiveness behind it, but like I think if you're listening to this to this podcast and you're already at this part, like you've come this far into the podcast, then you either don't care if the movie's ruined or you watched it and you enjoyed it. Yeah. Like it is an enjoyable movie. It is fucking cool and fun to watch. And like I can understand it not being everybody's cup of tea. It might not be everybody's kind of horror movie. But, like, it is certainly a horror movie, and it is 
it's a fucking blast, man. Yeah, and I can't I, wait to see. So I can't wait to see what what uh, what this guy's got coming next. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna do another barbarian movie. I hope he does. Um, I do too. But I'll watch and, anything that this guy makes yeah. now. So like, I'll watch any so, horror movie he makes. So that was Barbarian, man. Uh, it, it's it's on HBO Max right now. Um, check it out. Like seriously, like go Honestly, in, jump on it. Go in as fresh as you possibly can. Um, like Bob said, if you've already uh, listened to this podcast and you already know it, and you just want to, you know, hear what uh, what two schmucks on the internet have to say about it. But yeah, spread the word. Barbarian is a great movie, and uh, it's there's no better time to be a horror fan than right now. Absolutely, so, man. So that was our our uh, quote unquote Christmas special. Uh, <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope that uh, that everybody has has a, a great happy holidays, safe holidays, and uh, man, twenty twenty two has been a year, hasn't it? Boy, of all <laughs> the years, this was certainly one of them. Definitely one of them. But uh, son of a bitch, man. <laughs> so uh, uh, next week we'll be back with another great episode of the movie know it all podcast and another another movie and uh we're gonna keep it a secret because we like to uh to keep uh, everybody on their toes so uh that's how we roll that's how we roll hey bob uh where can people find our awesome podcast i'm not giving you my address no i'm kidding but you can find <laughs> us on spotify you can find us on podbean wherever fine podcasts are sold man you love us you want us you can't have enough of us man and check out our patreon man throw us a couple of bucks on uh on patreon uh you you uh yeah, any up, bucks it's on, Christmas. Yeah, any up, man. So yeah, man, throw throw us a couple of bucks on uh on uh on Patreon and you get access to all our back episodes as well as some uh uh content uh like I don't know, uh feature film commentaries, stuff like that. Uh you, you and photos uh, of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we we'll even do a couple of giveaways. Who knows? Maybe send some fucking money our way, man. What you got on our forties, Holmes? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I want to spend Red's money. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought we had two hundred dollars. We do, but I want to spend their money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Help us help us keep this uh, this uh, podcast show going, man. So uh, until next time, I'm Will. I'm Bob. That, my friends, is the Movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We will see you all next week. Later.